Welcome back to the podcast that rocks. Weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. I apologize for the delay for all our live listeners. I literally had every technical issue you could have in a less than seven minutes. New microphone wouldn't work. Had to figure that out. Couldn't figure it out in time. Streamlabs wouldn't work. Had to log out of everything, log back in, and play around with settings. Uh, I apologize to everyone. I apologize to Gretchen for hearing me complain and whine for seven minutes straight, but we're here. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. Okay, sorry about everything again. <laughs> I got a frog in my throat. <laughs> it's okay. Hopefully everyone is doing well right now. I have the chat popped out. Again, I'm dual streaming on Twitch and YouTube, so hopefully you guys are all checking things out as I try to navigate several different chats, and you guys can see me on YouTube and Twitch now, which I'm still getting used to. Hopefully, though, you all are doing well. The chat should be live on Twitch if you want to follow there. It's been a while for... It's been a weird week in the U.S. because over roughly on the weekend, we found out that another stimulus package was going to be passed by Congress. And I'm not going to go into all the nitty-gritty details of the U.S. stimulus package for COVID because most people don't care. And this is a music uh, podcast, and I want to talk about more how that relates to it. What's interesting is in that stimulus package is something for concert venue relief. That's a big deal. The fact that they actually included live venues for concerts, sports, theaters, things like that, actually is going to be a massive amount of money distributed to any uh, venue that applies, so long as it's ind independently owned, and some of which that are also in association with Live Nation and things like that. So there's a lot of stuff going on that's going to help a lot of people. And I'm going to read a little bit of an excerpt right now, um, reading off, We're thrilled that Congress has heard the call of shut shuttered independent venues across the country and provided us a crucial lifeline by including the Save Our Stages Act in the COVID-19 relief bill. Dana Frank, president of the National Independent Venue Association. We're also incredibly grateful that this bill provides pandemic unemployment assistance, which will help the millions of people who lost their jobs through no fault of their own during this economic crisis. We urge swift passage of this legislation, which... We'll assist those of the greatest need and ensure the music lives on our prep lives on for generations to come. The Save Our Stages Act was introduced by U.S. Senator Amy Klobuchar. Is that how you pronounce it? I apologize. I think so. And John Cor Cornyn with the goal of providing six months of financial support for venues. Along with $15 billion noted above, the second stimulus package will the Americans under a yearly income level of 600 direct payment, blah, 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 not music related. So... <laughs> <clears throat> For there will be direct relief for concert venues for six months starting roughly in January. I don't think it's going to go out anytime in December. So if the vaccine continues to work and people continue to keep taking it, which they have started just as of last week, if venues start are able to book shows starting in the mid early midsummer, if bands are able to start putting things out, if people actually start fighting COVID and not complaining about it, complaining about wearing masks, washing their hands, actually taking the, actually like taking the vaccine, we might get normalcy back. Yay, normalcy. That's a lot of ifs. Well, yeah. Um, to give an idea of where we stand just throughout the country, there was a great visual that I'd like to use as an analogy. Gretchen and I were together this past weekend. We had to stop by a, sh a shop really quick for her to run in somewhere. Masks were required. Everyone wore a mask except for one person. This man, dressed in camo pants and a brown t-shirt, 
was complaining at the woman at the front saying, arguing why he couldn't come in if he wasn't wearing a mask and saying it was ridiculous that he had to wait outside. It's been nine months and people are still fighting this tooth and nail. So if you want to know why we're still not going to get concerts in the next few months, that's why. Because people like that. Yep. I don't know how long it's going to take for the vaccine to really be distributed in mass. I'm not talking because like they're giving it in hospitals to the frontline coworkers and they're giving it to the elderly as they should. But boy, oh boy, we really need to step it up and actually try to do something about this because it is not looking great if numbers keep continuing. There's over 3,000 new cases a day average. Someone in the YouTube chat just said, sounds like we got ourselves a male Karen. This guy wasn't so much a male Karen as it was um, wannabe redneck bro with small man's complex. Going into Ulta. Yeah, it was Ulta, by the way. (laughs) So, and also someone in YouTube chat, where's natural selection when you need it? This is very dark of me to say. Um, Um, Natural selection might be a a part of, people keep saying COVID's natural selection. Uh, Clearly not. uh, Because there's a lot of stupid people out there who are still alive. I know that's mean, but you know what? You know what? That's just how it is. I'll read all, I'll read all the new follows, by the way, on Twitch at the very end. Thank you guys so much. The more follows, the better, so I can get affiliate faster. Uh, from Cbot on the Twitch channel, here's hoping that humans can be smarter and better than their egos. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, last comment for, before we start going on this from Nolan on the YouTube chat. Chris Trashbag Brown is having rough times if he's going into Ulta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if it was Trashbag Brown, I would have said a lot more than just gave him the stink eye and tried to not to laugh at his face. Oh. oh but again, going back to concert venue relief, I mean, I talked about this many months ago when COVID like shutdowns really started happening. A venue in St. Louis, the last concert I shot in March was at a place called The Ready Room. That was the Wonder Years and Spanish Love Songs. That venue no longer exists because of COVID. Mm. They didn't make it. And I know it's not the only venue that didn't make it in the U.S. <laughs> it's sad. Yeah, I know in the U.K. they passed something similar as well for like a relief bill. But at the same time, it's so long to have nothing to work with. Yeah. And like we talk about furloughs and people being laid off and people losing their jobs. Yeah. It's not going to get any better until we start getting like live things back. But too many people are are wanting to die on the hill of not having to wear a mask. Of Mm -hmm. not having to social distance. So... It sucks, and and that's how it's going to be. All those concerts that were killer reunion tours, all those amazing festivals, all the big co-headlining tours in arenas, amphitheaters, small venues, stadiums, we got nothing. It ended in March. And we knew that. We knew going in that things were going to be postponed after a while. That's fine. Now we're not going to get anything until mid of 2021 is my prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely not going to get anything in the first. No, we're not getting anything in the first quarter of 2021. Not a a chance. We may not even get anything until like maybe even 
I don't want to say late summer, but maybe like mid. Like I don't anticipate May or June. I don't either. Not May. Honestly. June is the long shot. I'm saying yeah. July for the first. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. regard and that even that might be pushing it, but I want to say July. Yeah. So who... So I think maybe halfway through the year. <laughs> yes. Halfway through the year. Yeah. Huh, boy, oh boy. And someone said, I don't think we'll see concerts until 2022. It's possible. I know there's other yeah. stuff being planned in 2022 already. In Europe, they have shows planned, like concerts are being already being planned in 2021, in summer. Mm-hmm. Because Europe has a totally different like playing field for what they're dealing with in different parts of, of Europe. At the same time, many countries are going back into another lockdown. The UK is on serious lockdown right now. Right for the holidays. Yeah. I mean, strict lockdown for the holidays. I know Germany is going back into a lockdown, or at least parts of Germany. So it's not over yet. And we have made progress. The vaccine's here. It's going to start being distributed. In the U.S., I know um, President-elect Biden is going to try to issue 100 days of wearing a mask. So that'll lead into about April, after he takes office. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be in time. I'm hopeful that the vaccine's going to work. I'm hopeful that people are going to start taking this more serious. And I'm hopeful that bands and artists and publicists and labels will start working with all these venues who are getting this new funding to stay alive in order to do something. Because now is the planning stage, you know? Yeah. And that's what we need. Someone just said Ecuador, where I live, we went back back lockdown too. Yeah, Ecuador. I'm sure South America and Central America is also not having it easy. Because I know Brazil back in summer was really having it rough. So we'll find out. Boy, oh boy. I know this podcast started off with every technical issue I could think of and just a bunch of shenanigans. And now we're talking more about COVID. I know that's not exactly the cheeriest stuff. So I know. I apologize. Moving on, because we need other stuff to talk about. Taylor Momsen of The Pretty Reckless did an interview with Paper Magazine. And it was actually a pretty long, well-written-out interview to promote the upcoming album, Death by Rock and Roll, which comes out in spring. The new music video for the song 25, which is a really well-done music video. It's part dedication to New York City and part dedication to Taylor Momsen, like what she was going through when she was 25, which was a few years ago. She's 27, 28 now. And really looking at it, she opened up quite a bit. When she was 25, she was not doing well. She was not in a good way. And a lot of these songs on this album reflect that. When she was 25, this was 2017, I, she was opening up for Soundgarden on that tour she was supposed to go with. And Soundgarden mm-hmm. is one of her biggest idols for a band. I told this story before, like, I interviewed her on that opening tour. The Soundgarden piece behind me that you can see on cam, those pictures are of Chris Cornell on that tour. That was only the second stop. And the Pretty Reckless played that same day, and I interviewed Taylor and the guitarist. And I've heard many things about the Pretty Reckless, how they don't give interviews, how good interviews, how they are sometimes moody, sometimes they don't talk much. Both of them were really happy. It was great. You could tell they were happy to be there. And it was, I think it was because of that, too. Mm-hmm. And looking at this now, boy, oh boy, it really does hit. Because she's talked about in paper, she was struggling with her mental health. And just one quote, 
We took a few hits with the loss of Chris Cornell. We were opening for Soundgarden on that last tour. It was the highest of highs for me. The Beatles and Soundgarden are my favorite bands in the world, so to be opening for them, I couldn't express that into words how elated I was, and I honored I was to be on that tour, and then to have it end so tragically. We were there in Detroit that night before he passed. I talked to Chris and I hugged him goodbye. It was the last show of the tour, and to wake up to the news the next morning was just so unbelievably shocking and crushing. So, yeah. It's, I, you know, she goes on and how crushing that is. The thing that helped her get out of that funk, that depression and how that, that state of shock and everything else that she was so miserable with that year in 2017 was music. And music's a big connector for a lot of people. It does, it's a way for you to find focus, whether that's, mm-hmm. a distract, whether that's a distraction from the things going on in your life or something to put your real life in clarity and something to connect with. I think everyone has some type of relation with that. Yep. And they're talking about how the new album is Rebirth for the band. And hearing 25, I do kind of believe that because 25 is much different than Death by Rock and Roll, the song, if you've heard it. And I'll try to put a link to it in the description on the YouTube video and on GetRock.net. It's worth watching the video and worth hearing what she has to say. So. I think the Pretty Reckless are going to have try to do have something to prove. Because this is their first album since 2016, 2017, if I'm correct. It's been a while. They were supposed to have it out this year, but obvious, right. obvious reasons. I don't know what to expect of it, but I'm I excited to hear what they have up their sleeves because the death the single "Death by Rock and Roll" did extremely well. Twenty five mm-hmm. is now on get going to get airplay soon. I want to know what the next steps are because I know they're itching a tour too because like they love playing live. Taylor loves playing live, so and I've seen Gretchen. Have you seen the Pretty Reckless? I have. And okay. the first, so the first time that I saw them, it was at, um, oh God, Lunatic Luau, okay. uh, that, that thing here we, uh, in Virginia, in Virginia beach, uh, the big radio, I don't even want to say festival. Or I know, festival, what, you're, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah. It's a big um, And so I had actually just started watching Gossip Girl and that was the first time I had seen Gossip Girl. And I'm like sitting there listening to him. Didn't know anything about the band. And I'm like, why does this like singer look so familiar? Why does she sound familiar? And then I was like, wait a minute. And then I went to IMDb and I was like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty cool. She has quite the varied career. She does. At only... She's 27 or 28 now. I could be wrong about that. But still, that, I think that's how old she is. She's done a lot. Mm-hmm. And people, I stand by this too. She's a much better guitarist than people would ever give her credit. Mm-hmm. That's one thing she really has. She has a unique voice. She's a guitarist that actually has skill to back it up. Um, I feel the Pretty Reckless should have some type of further breakout in 2021. And I get a big part of the Pretty Reckless before was sex appeal for Taylor Momsen. And she <laughs> and she was selling that too. You know, she didn't hide it. I wonder, I'm curious if that's going to be a big part of this upcoming album. I don't know. Maybe it will, maybe yeah. it won't. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Because like, again, that could be, it could go either way. I mean, we've only heard two songs from the upcoming album. Album's finished. So right. we'll know sooner than later, because again, we only have nine days left of 2020. Everyone, 
Oh, whoa. Yeah. How does that, how does that feel to hear? Whoa. Right. (laughs) We, we survived what nine days. That's only one more podcast episode too, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm excited to hear what they have to do because it does sound Mm -hmm. like after some time off, some rough spells and a lot of different things going on personally, just that hit close to them and then having 2020 happen to them just with every other band as well i'm sure they have a lot they want to get out there and they'll be near the front of the pack trying to release something too so yes Mm -hmm. cindy lou who i see the chat room mentions of cindy lou who that is correct i think i always forget that's who that's who that was (laughs) on twitch on twitch someone just said i was supposed to see them in may Okay, interesting. I know they had some type of tour. I didn't know when or what it was though, because again, oh, yeah. all the it tours, was very limited. yeah, all the tours are completely erased from my memory that I had written down and yeah. saved dates because so much stuff was coming to St. Louis where I was going to work and I was going to travel too for other shows. But yep, not yeah. anymore because I travel, but still. Yeah, because remember they were supposed to be at Sonic Temple. Yep, I do remember that. Yeah, now. so I think that was part of like the tour circuit that they were doing. Gotcha pretty sure yeah and also yeah they were at mmrbq or it was supposed to be at mmrbq in uh philly area if i'm correct and someone else i think um on twitch was saying pretty reckless are good in my book would love to see them live i recommend everyone see them live and i've heard yeah. mixed i've heard mixed to positive only i've never heard anyone say the pretty reckless suck live i've never heard that right yeah so definitely worth checking out don't know if they'll have a headlining tour or a or they'll be opening for someone else because they played with big bands, like open for big bands. So mm-hmm. we'll find out. Hopefully we'll get that more news sooner or later. We might get another single before the album comes out, like in January or something. But again, that's just speculation. Who knows? Moving on. There's also some unexpected differences coming up for what to expect from Greta Van Fleet. And we talked about them about two weeks ago, just with the new album coming out. Um, Battle of Garden State. I don't remember the name of the actual album. I don't have it pulled up right away. But Oh, Battle at Garden Battle State? Battle at Garden's Gate, not Garden State. That's a totally different yeah. state. Battle at Garden's Gate because they're Michigan. So everyone knows that Greta Van Fleet is a very, very similar sounding, almost tribute to Led Zeppelin. That's not... Uh, insult to say that's just how it is when i reviewed their album it was half led led zeppelin light half hippie circle peaceful um flower power 60s band anthems (laughs) and i still stand by that too well for the new album 2021 they say they're gonna do a different style a different sound a different style they're not really being open about what Mm -hmm. and they have a new song out But they're saying it's going to sound very different. Now, will it sound different? We'll find out. But still, a quote from the singer of I Have Josh from Greta Van Fleet. We were kind of starting with a fresh slate. The Battle of Gardens Gate was, in conversation, an album we wanted to make in the beginning, but I don't think we would that would work well as initially as we thought, as it would now after having some kind of ongoing narrative or relationship with all these people around the world after all our travels. The brothers agreed that having been able to play around the world and have the music become more widely known has had an impact on how the new record sounds, which the frontman describes as a little bit more complex. 
Asia Machine is more representative of the album as a whole than My Way Soon. So Asia Machine is going to be a little bit more apropos of what the actual album's going to sound like for the Battle of Gardens Gates. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest, the Asia Machine and My Way Soon sound different from each other. Yes. Does that really mean that it's going to be widely, wildly different? I don't know. Now, I'll say this. After seeing Greta Van Fleet live, they made believers out of me. They can play. Not a doubt in my mind. It is skill they have. Songwriting, when it's not very inspired by Bob Dylan, Led Zeppelin, I don't know. I'm not going to write them off. I'm not going to, like, just ignore it. I'll definitely check it out. But I'm mm-hmm. not sure I'm completely convinced by this statement. Because we've all heard statements from bands in the past trying to sell up their album. We've heard everything on this is a totally different sounding <laughs> album from us coming up. All the way to Bullet For My Valentine saying every new album is the heaviest new album they've ever done. It's going to be the heaviest album of the year. And it never is. So, take that for what it's worth. Have you seen Greta Van Fleet live? I have not. Okay. And don't See, forget, I still have a bad taste in my mouth uh, because of their fans, but... Their creepy mo- drunk mom fan base? Well, their fans that tell me or told me because I tried that. Remember that oh, video? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they got they got, they got some trash fans. Greta Van Fleet has trash yeah. fans. There's no nice way yeah. to say it. Not if you're Just because you're a Greta Van Fleet fan does not make you trash, but Greta Van Fleet does have trash fans. Yes, and some some real like, ooh, they they're creepy. They are. Yes, that's they're a great creepy. way to say it. They're creepy too. They're also, creepy. someone's making a joke on YouTube. Um, Greta Van Fleet's going beep boop. No, they will not go that route. They're not going to do it. Greta Van Fleet <laughs> will not go electronic remixed versions of themselves. No, ugh. I mean, I, I mean, they're. They say they're doing something different. You okay, never you know, know what? That would okay. You know what? You can come back and tell me I was wrong. That's fine. I don't mind that. <laughs> let's let's just let's be honest though. That's not going to be in their wheelhouse, and they would be completely out of out of their comfort zone. It would not hit for them. That's not their strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. I'm I'm eager to find out, but again, I'm just not really sure. So yeah. And this is coming from someone who respects Greta Van Fleet because, again, they know how to play. We'll find out. Oh yeah, and like, and like, I'm definitely gonna look into it because I mean, my best friend absolutely loves right. them. So I'm like, all right, I gotta see what it's all about. So right. I definitely will check it out myself. Okay, good. So hopefully, we'll see them sooner than later. And hopefully we'll hear the new album or maybe more new music before the album comes out, I should say. But the new album's going to come out this spring. We'll figure that out. Moving on, we're going to go to the Billboard Mainstream Top 3 and that'll lead to another topic as I pull mm-hmm. this up. Not much to change, but a slight change. And that will bring up the next discussion. For the Top 3 Billboard Mainstream Songs of the Week, ending with December 26th, Day After Christmas... At number three still is I Prevail featuring Delaney Jane, Every Time You Leave, the remix. Or mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a remix. The song's fine. I don't know if it's I Prevail's strongest, though, and it's really getting played a lot. That's a single. It, yes, it is. And I Prevail's a single band, like I said last <laughs> week. So you know what? Yep. So, it's a single. Yeah. 
At number two, falling from number one, is ACDC's Shot in the Dark. Mmm, they fell. By the way, I had a lot of people on my top ten best albums of 2020 saying ACDC really is worth checking out. I liked the album. It was great. It didn't fit my top ten, but yeah, it was definitely a big step up and return to form for ACDC. I was not expecting that. Hmm. And number one, another number one single for Foo Fighters with Shame Shame. Ew, why? Because it's Foo Fighters, and that's Ew. the only reason why. And I'm convinced that's why. And this is coming from a Foo Fighters fan. I love Foo Fighters. This song is not good. It's no. not. It's really not, guys. And I get the debut of it on SNL, and it really is a description of everything that was going on at the time and still going on. And I also know that Dave Grohl said Shame Shane is not representative of the rest of the album it does fit in place with the album but the rest of the album does not sound like shame shame mm-hmm. but that's a weak defense and this song just does not do anything for me uh, it's just so slow and that's the thing foo fighters are known for big stadium rock big hooks you sing along with everything it's fun it's a good time that describes nothing from shame shame Am I right in saying that? Yeah, I'd say so. I don't know. I just... I wanted something stronger. Because with the album that came out back in 2016, 2017, with the song, like, that had, the album that had Run on it, Concrete and Gold, Run, you know, The Sky is a Neighborhood, there were good songs on it, but the overall album was kind of a letdown. Not bad, just kind of a letdown. Mm-hmm. And, Okay, perfect. Someone just said in the, in the YouTube chat, I legit don't remember Shame Shame. It just came out a month ago, and it's the number one song on Billboard Mainstream Rock. <laughs> it's hard to really remember the entire song. All you remember is that shame, shame, you know, that's it. Mm. And that sucks. You should, Foo Fighters have done so much better than that. They are, it's a weird song. Someone else said in the YouTube chat, it is weird, especially for Foo Fighters. Uh, I don't know. It does add to the problem of Billboard playing the classic 90s, 2000s bands in rock instantly because they just, that's their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And giving them the number one camera keeps going out of focus. Another problem with you, these webcams, barf. But still, I just feel that Foo Fighters need to really have something hit heavy and hard. It doesn't have to be like... um their the Al, the Al White Limo album that came out in the early 2010s that was amazing but at the same time it has to be catchy it has to be f- I want something really good from Foo Fighters really fun to listen to and this song is not fun mm-hmm. there you go someone just said in the YouTube chat YouTube chat this is a great way to say it shame shame does not represent them I think that's a great way to say it I don't know. And someone else on the Twitch chat said, love Foo Fighters, love Concrete and Gold, but eh, for shame, shame. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. I, Again, uh, Gretchen knows I'm a Foo Fighters fan, but... Yes. Hoy. I just, I think we all want something better. We all have hope for 2021 and the new music coming for 2021 because there's a lot of big albums coming out in the spring of next year. Mm-hmm. I'll go through a few of them in a minute, 
But man, oh man, Wasting Light is the one with White Limo. Thank you. Wasting Light was a great album from Foo Fighters. It was heavier and it was really great. But that was the last great Foo Fighters album. And that's nine, ten years ago. Mm. Yeah, that's not a great sign. No, uh, no, not at all. <laughs> so I'll break just a little bit to go here. I just do want to talk about some of the upcoming albums in like spring because January is a little bit light, but then Medicine mm-hmm. at Midnight comes out on the 5th of February. That's the new Foo Fighters album. The Pretty Reckless, February 12th. Architects, February 26th. A Day to Remember is Your Welcome might come out on March 5th. <laughs> I was about to say, Gretchen, why, disclaimer. Why, are you, why are you laughing at that, Gretchen? What, is there something yeah. funny about You're Welcome, the new A Day to Remember album yeah. coming out on March 5th, 2021? You know, put a disclaimer on there. We, uh, we'll believe it when we actually see it. Or I mean, four, it. 14 months late is better than never. <laughs> is that 14th? Wait a minute. One, two, three. That's like 15 or 16 months late. Sheesh. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Rob Zombie's new album comes out March 12th. Evanescence's new album comes out March 26th. The Greta Van Fleet's is April 16th. And then Weezer's Van Weezer, I think, is May. So there's a lot of yeah. big names in there that have a lot of stuff coming out. Okay, someone put a bad pun in the YouTube chat. The new Foo Fighters song is awful. What a shame, shame. <laughs> uh, terrible. Awful. <laughs> you guys are better than that. Oh, <laughs> uh, for something fun to talk about, Star Set are having a bit of a contest where so many people are remixing songs. Star Set's never been opposed to that. They've been doing that for years themselves. They're having a bit of a contest where you can download the files for the song Waking Up and remix it yourself. And the winning song, the winning remix, gets a personalized project or a package from Star Set. I think that's kind of cool. And you can hear the new remix they released just this past week with called Waking Up the Champagne Drip Remix. It's pretty good. It's different, but it's good. Everyone knows I'm a big Star Set fan that listens to this channel. I know Mm -hmm. I'm the only Star Set fan out of the Rock Coliseum, and that's fine. I get that Star Set is a unique um, band, so I'm fine with that. Oh, hey, I really got to change the graphic on the Twitch thing, too, because the names take up over. That's okay. So, I do feel that there's a lot going on for Star Set to do this right now because I'm sure Dustin has been writing like crazy. I don't know to what extent it's going to happen. And mm-hmm. I don't know what they have planned for 2021, but I'd be willing to bet we'll get something out of it. Because Dustin's the type of guy that never stops writing. He's an extremely smart individual. Brilliant. It's not just a gimmick for him, this, uh, the space exploration stuff. He really lives it. He really is quite literally a rocket scientist genius level guy. So I'd be interested to see what they have up in store. Uh, um, someone else said in uh, uh, on the Twitch channel, Weezer might also drop another album in January, but that's not 100%. Well, if it's another covers album, I don't, I'm not interested. No, thank you. And I like Weezer, but I'm good. Thanks. Thanks. I'm good. Thanks. I don't Alrighty, know. Then. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of weird stuff going on, and I get that. 15 months later is better than never is the motto for 2020. Well, yeah, I guess that could apply for a lot of things in 2020. That's very fair. So 
there's been a lot of stuff going on, <coughs> excuse me, in the world of just trying to get a grip on musicians doing the right thing, doing the wrong thing. And I'm just going to make a quick mention about this because it's going to come up in my upcoming video. I'm going to try my best to refrain from talking about Tommy Vext ever again, or at least for a long time. Because he's gone off the deep end. So Bad Wolf's coverage is going to be at a very minimum after this uh, top 10 Billboard Mainstream Songs of 2020 video comes out. Because yeah. it's gotten to the point now where the band's name is almost ruined. It's not it's not minor stuff that this guy's saying online anymore. He's really going off the deep end. Uh, and it, it just makes me wonder what the rest of the band like. I know, I know. It's, it's, it's almost similar to a trapped situation, except for you know, no, Chris, no. I get that. I, I mean, but yeah. Um, it kind of sucks. Bad Wolves make... Well, here's the thing. Bad Wolves make good music. Trap don't. Yeah, that is true. But so that there's does, a difference. It is, but that does not excuse bad behavior. And boy, oh boy, it's a mess. And I feel bad for Doc Coyle. I feel bad for the other guys in Bad Wolves. Don't know what else is happening. Maybe they have their own say. Maybe they know. Um, Kyle just said Bad Wolves are going into the bin. I don't have a bin like Crash does. But yeah, um, temporarily... At least not for a while. I'm not going to talk about Bad Wolves unless it's something extremely serious that needs to be brought up. You put them in the recycling bin and hopefully it'll spit something new out. If that's the case, that would mean they get like a new singer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that'd work. I don't think it's that perfectly recycled, but man, oh man. Hey, you know what? We'll take what we can get. Exactly. There's too many good bands to talk about. I know there's a lot of stuff we're all hoping for in 2021. Not only just live music returning and having lockdown shut down and COVID being beat, but also new music coming out. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we just, we're just stuck in that waiting period. It's the end of the year. And we're not going to get mm -hmm. a lot of new information and stuff on December 22nd. Right. So who knows how well that's going to work out. But at the same time, there's stuff to look forward to. And with Bad Wolves, they said they had albums in the works writing out. I'm not going to cover them, guys. Because they did say they had a lot of stuff prepped for 2021, new material. They're going to go on that tour with Disturbed and Stained. No, thank you. And um, I have nothing against Disturbed, but there's no way I could go to that tour now. Not a chance. Stained and Bad Wolves? Uh-uh. And I already have tickets to it, so, like... <laughs> You're going to go late. I'm I'm going to go for Disturbed because, like, they're my top five favorite bands. But I get that, like... yeah. And I like Disturbed, too. Oh. You, know, you know I like Disturbed. But let's be honest. you I would go late if it was um. in St. Louis and they asked me to shoot Disturbed. See, I'm looking at it this way. I'll take any concert at this point. So I'll be there nice and early, get a good parking spot, and just, like, pig out on some beer and pretzels while the other two bands go. Yeah, I wouldn't take any concert still. I know better than to ask for that. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I will. Nope. My mom and I will just will just have some alcohol, some pretzels. We'll be good to go, and then Disturb comes on. There we go. No, no, I, no, I know better than to tempt fate. <laughs> And say, I'll take any concert. Uh-uh. We're going to get Mudfest 2.0. Do you remember what Mudfest was? I remember Mudfest. Yeah. You want another Mudfest, Gretchen? Is that what you want? I'm okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Ugh. I'm okay. Ugh. Another Mudfest. Ugh. 
Also, Trapped was on Mudfest. Doesn't that just sum that up? Puddle <laughs> of Mud and Trapped on the same show? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. What else would I rather do than go to <laughs> Mudfest? Man. Get, get, cavity, mm. get cavities filled? I mean, that's at least productive. Mm. Go, to the D, uh, go to the DMV? Yeah, I mean, you, I'm not going to be drowned out with bad noise. So, also another bad pun. I'm down for the sickness. <laughs> so is 2020. Yeah, 2020's been down with the sickness. It's it sickness. nine days. What was it? Nine days? Nine days, guys. Nine days. We can make it. Nine days. Nine days until it all magically disappears. Because <laughs> well, isn't that how that works? Come I midnight. I don't the know. Stroke of midnight. About the ball drops. Oops. I don't know yeah. about that. But, you know, mm. it's good that you're hopeful. It's good that you're hopeful. Huh. There's some other cool stuff coming up, too. Um, one thing that Gretchen and I have planned, we already put it on Patreon. It'll be put live tomorrow on the main YouTube channel for Rocked. We did a tier list discography for Shinedown, Gretchen's favorite band. Woo! We are aware, just like every other discography tier list video, that there will be some very upset Shinedown fans for some of the picks, but there will also be some very happy Shinedown fans with some of the picks. We do a good job of discussing our points, and as like I'm a Shinedown fan... Gretchen's a diehard Shinedown fan, and she knows the band. She knows the history, the album back info, stuff like that. So this is really where she comes in to shine and give a lot of info about that. And then we kind of argue and negotiate where to put each album. Yes, there was, there was a little bit of negotiating. There was. I think the big ones we really agreed hard on, though, and that's what matters. So. Yeah. Hopefully that'll, so that'll be tomorrow. Someone just asked, please, someone please tell me what Mudfest is. Yeah, that was Puddle of Mud's return, like, concert tour in twenty in 2019 where they had their comeback album. That was awful. So it was Puddle of Mud, Traps, I think, Saliva, and Tantric. Yep. The and late Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's Saving Abel. So it was, like, all the early 2000s, post-grunge, and then Traps. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not worth it. I mean, we were I was laughing about that when it got announced. They did a full tour, and then that album came out, and then Puddle of Mud went on Sirius XM, and everyone started realizing, oh, hey, maybe Luke was right about Puddle of Mud all along. Maybe he just doesn't hate them for the sake of hating them. Uh, Ugh. <laughs> I still have Puddle of Mud fe- defenders mad at me. Really mad at me. It's like, guys... I explained why I don't like Puddle of Mud. What else do you want? And for everyone, everyone else, all the diehard Puddle of Mud fans, it's very hard for them to say why they like Puddle of Mud. It's very, um, it's very difficult for them to explain it. So I just looked up Puddle of Mud um, because I remembered that they came through Virginia, but they were at such an obscure venue that I didn't realize it was a venue. Uh-huh. Um, and apparently they're going to be back there in March. Uh, oh. Or they, they, were, they, were, they were this year. That's what it is. I forget what year we're in. Uh-huh. I don't know how. But um, it's called Hard Times Cafe. There's some hard times. <laughs> all right. Which just makes me giggle. Uh, but yeah, apparently they were there at the beginning of March of this year. 
gross. $37 a ticket. Ugh. No, thank you. 37 37 First of all, that's such a weird amount. Was that in like March, February? It was March 6th, 2020. Oh, okay. So that was about the same time when I saw my last concert. Dude, could you imagine your last concert being that? Oh, yeah. Hard time. I don't even... <laughs> I just hear crack cafe and I'm just like, oh, let me get my little coffee and my, my latte. <laughs> then you have Wes Scantlin <laughs> groaning his head off in the corner. He... Ugh. Thirty-seven dollars yeah. to see Puddle of Mud. That is criminal. That is insulting. Over. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want kids to see Puddle of Mud either. Too. Can you imagine your first concert being Puddle of Mud? Also, doors Ugh. were at six fifteen, and then showtime was at nine. Who was getting there three hours in advance to make sure you got the prime spot for Puddle of Mud? I think that just when the coffee shop opened, maybe. I don't know. I don't even know. I'm more stuck on $37. Man, oh man. Now I'm I'm just concerned for this cafe. Was that the meet and greet price? Because I I, I don't know who would pay that, but to want to meet him, but I'm sure there are people out there. I know they still have fans. I don't ever misquote me on that. I know Puddle of Mud has a fan base. They're very defensive about liking Puddle of Mud and Defending the honor of West Scantlin through thick and thin. There's been a lot of thin. A lot. But, man, oh man. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. This just looks like a regular old, like, restaurant. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Some bands do that, you know. Um, Someone just said in the YouTube chat, their last concert was Corn Breaking Benjamin Bones in the UK. That'd be a great, at least, ending one, yeah. you know? So, at least, yeah. again, I... Talked about this before. I'm very fortunate that I had three concerts in 2020 to shoot. I got to work. I am lucky. You're like the only one that got three. I'm just happy I got one. I know. And I got to work them too. I shot them. It wasn't just me there. I didn't have to buy a ticket. I got invited to these shows. I am very, very lucky. I am blessed that that happened for me. I am aware of that. So. Yeah. (laughs) And like. I was getting the itchy trigger finger, not like for cameras, like itchy fingers for camp, like shooting and stuff. And photography is not even my main priority. All my photographer fans were probably going insane. So I'll say the ones that actually this is their like full time thing. Like what? (laughs) I know. I know. Boy, oh boy. Some people are saying that's a good question too. let us know in the chat, both on Twitch and YouTube, what your first concert was. What was Gretchen? What was your first concert? Oh, <laughs> it was. I think I've told you this before. Um, it was Toby Keith. I think you did tell me that. Yeah. Yeah, when I was twelve. Uh, so two thousand two ish. Yes, um, okay. I think nine. I want to say nine eleven had happened because okay. um, he did the whole. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. And that song came out like after. Gotcha. 9-11. So yeah, little 12 year old me just, you know, oh my God, I love Toby Keith. <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah, that was like right after he became super patriotic and that was a big staple for him. Oh, but yes. yeah, Toby Keith's not a bad one to start off for your first concert. No, it was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. 
From someone, what I remember. Someone just said Styx was their first concert at a state fair in 2008. That's at least an interesting one. Mm. Um, Plain White Tees. That's an interesting one as well. Hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? Yeah. Van Halen. <laughs> wow. Someone's first concert mm. was Van Halen. There you go. That's a good way to have it. Boy, oh boy. Vince Gill when they were seven. Man, that's going way back for the country fans. Way yep. back, Vince Gill. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel that. I was way in the country mm-hmm. when I was younger. Yeah. Way. Um, Robert Plant's with Band of Joy. Okay, Robert Plant. That's another great first one. Yeah. So there's good ones. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. You guys ready for my first one? Oh, sorry. Before that one, My Chemical Romance before the breakup. There you go for your first concert. Oh, that's that's wow. solid. I've never seen him live. I'm hoping to see, I'm hoping to see him in 2021. So, Disturbed in Three Days Grace. Okay. Nice. Plain White Tees at a Six Flags. That sounds about right. There's bands that played Six Flags in St. Louis too. Queen, yeah. Queen with Adam Lambert in Dallas. That's a good one for starters. Queen with Adam Lambert for your first concert. Yeah. That's a fun one. Okay. My first concert, 14 years old. 13 or 14. I don't remember which one. 13 or 14. <laughs> you guys ready? You'll never guess. Let me go do it. This will be fun. It's a Regretting the Past band. <laughs> can anyone guess? Gretchen, you can guess too in the chat. Yeah, you've told me before, though. Oh, I've told you before. Okay, so yeah. that's, that's a little bit different. Yeah. If, can anyone you. guess in the chat what my first concert was? And that's the hint. Um, 99. Not Hoobastank. No. Before them. Not Hoobastank. But it's a Regretting the Past band. Hooba. Ding, ding, ding. Nolan Vogel in the YouTube chat got it. Creed was my first concert ever. Finger 11 and Days of the New opened. I fell in love with both bands. Creed, this was 90s Creed, mind you. You got to remember that. 90s Creed is way different than, you know, everything else after that. With my, my Own Prison, I still stand by as a good album, but yeah, it went downhill. It was Creed, and you know what? Say you want to what what you want about their music after that, and say what you want about their antics. Back in '99, they put on a killer show, and this was at the arena too. This was at what's now the Enterprise Arena, where the St. Louis Blues play. Mm. So this was a big show, okay. yeah. So I'm looking at some of the suggestions now. Did they take you <laughs> higher? They played that was their closing song because um, Human Clay had only been out for like a couple months. So, of course, that song was everywhere. No, it mm-hmm. was not Hinder. I would never see Hinder. No, it was not Simple Plan. I refuse to see Simple Plan. Uh, and I don't recommend it to anyone. They suck live. Yeah. No, it's not Nickelback. I've heard good things about Nickelback live, though. Say what you want. I've told people before I was a fan of early, early Nickelback before they became, they intentionally and admittedly became a formulaic band. But I still hear the ba- the band members behind Chad know how to play and put on a good show. So you know what? I haven't seen them. I'll reserve judgment for that. So, yeah, you know, that's just how it is. Sometimes regretting the past is regretting your own past. But I don't mind that one being my first because I at least I got good stories out of it. And I found other bands. So, eh, I could have been could have been much worse. I could have been Kid Rock could have been my first concert. Gross. It could have been trapped. It could have been trapped. Man, oh man, think about that. You'd have to lie to people yeah. for the rest of your life about what your first concert was. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, I'll, take, uh, you, I'll take Creed. 
Yeah, exactly. And again, you would have to lie. You could never tell your fir- people your oh, first no. your first concert was trapped. Not a chance. No, no. You make up. You make up something. You just lie to <laughs> lie to your parents. Lie to who? Lie to your uh, pastor or your religious leaders. Doesn't matter. You don't tell people your first band was trapped when you saw live. <laughs> no. Uh, someone also gets Metallica. No, it's not Metallica. I've never shot Metallica. Still want to shoot Metallica, hoping to in 2021 when they start announcing dates. But who knows? Uh, good little trip down memory lane. Good bands that you guys said what your first too. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. It's always fun to say what your first band is you saw live because everyone's yeah. almost everyone's different. You know, and that's just how it's, mm-hmm. how it is. So. Thank you guys again for tuning in for all this too. I know we already talked about Shinedown video coming up. I'm working on the top, writing out the top 10 Billboard mainstream rock songs of 2020. We went over that last week on the podcast, what the top 10 is. The year-end list has already been posted by Billboard. It's pretty much set in stone. Uh, Mainstream rock's in trouble. (laughs) Things have got to change. I mean, mean drastically change because it's not going to get better on its own. Boy, oh boy, it's just not going to get better on its own. Woof. So that's enough of, That's enough of me for complaining. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof, I know. Also, well, this is not a music thing. Everyone in the chat, I can't make a poll. Oh my gosh. I can't make a poll right now just because the polls I'm still playing with on Twitch and YouTube, I can't do them live anyway. Don't sway anyone's response. Okay. When you're about to ask the question that you're going to do. Okay. Let mm-hmm. us know in the chat, which do you prefer? Home Alone or the sequel, Home Alone 2? Which one is better? <laughs> Christmas movies are all around. There's no wrong answer on this one. I'm not trying to bait or hook anyone in either. Mm-hmm. Which is better, Home Alone or Home Alone 2? Keep in mind, I mean, almost identical cast. Almost. Two years, two years difference, you know, whatever. So just, just <laughs> curious on that one. Not a music question. I know we need, we're here for music discussion, but eh, always worth pointing out. Oh, someone just said in the chat their first was Metallica, Danzig, and Suicidal Tendencies. That's a good one. That's, that's, a, that's a big one. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What else we can expect in 2021? However, next week's podcast, the last podcast of the year, Gretchen and I, since news will probably be lights, we'll be going over the best and worst of 2020, music-related. So that'll be us just going over our favorite best-of moments and worst moments, both albums, events, um, trending news, all that. It'll be a lot of that, so... Thank you guys again for tuning in. We do appreciate it. I do sincerely apologize about all the technical difficulties I had. Today was just not my day for this stuff. However, it appears to be working now. It should be good for next week, hopefully. I say that. I don't know. I also got a new pair of headphones with a built-in mic. I got to play with that a little because I was going to use that, but it just wasn't working. So thank you. Or it was working, but it was like popping staticky, kind of staticky. So I got to soften that or something. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Thank you guys for checking us out. You can listen to us on all the podcast forums, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Apple, Google. Checking us out on the YouTube channel and on Twitch. Again, we have a new Twitch channel. And if you're interested, we don't just do the podcast. This Saturday night, December 26th, night after Christmas, we'll be doing a bit of a game night with a bunch of other YouTube personalities. Gretchen will be there. 
Mark from Spectrum Pulse and Crash Thompson will also be there. Dom will be there. Pushing Up Roses will be there and a few others. It'll just be a casual, fun game night. That'll be one of the things I do on Twitch, just like playing. This time it'll be Jackbox games. Sometimes it'll be me solo playing. Sometimes it'll be Gretchen and I doing Overwatch. But this is just another way to engage with everyone. And then the following night, December 27th, we'll be starting off the weekly music nights. Sunday Night Ritual, we'll be talking about new music released. I know this is an awkward time to put it because not much new music has come out. But... We'll be starting to do that for two-hour sessions. Live music will be taking requests if you have them, suggestions. If you do donations, you get your song played, things like that. I'll have that all detailed and played out. I'll share all the information on the socials. Lots of stuff coming up along with all the videos I have planned. And again, for those of you thinking, am I doing all this because I'm getting off YouTube? No. This will not take anything away or any focus away from the main channel. That is the priority. This is just to help supplement everything. So we'll hopefully see you on Saturday night. I get that everyone's going to be with family, but, or most people will be with family, but if your family's driving you crazy and you just have to get away from them, come join us on Twitch, December 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Gretchen and I will be playing Jackbox games with some friends. So, that being said, thank you guys again. Awesome that you're here. Thank you for all listening on... Thank you for engaging on the chats, too, both on Twitch and YouTube. The video shows YouTube's feed. I don't have the – or uh, Twitch's feed. I don't have the YouTube feed on Twitch yet because this is really mainly for Twitch. But, again, you can just see the feed on the YouTube page on the right because the live chat, like, feeds it anyway. So you have them both there. Thank you guys again. We'll see you next week. Gretchen, do you have anything you would like to end with? Um, just wash your hands and wear a mask and Home Alone 2 is the better one. Um, I believe you said that you weren't going to actually throw that out or anything. By the way, Home Alone 1 is winning significantly both on YouTube and Twitch. You know what? New York beats everything. Okay. Okay. And Tim Curry. Yes, I know know Trump is in the second one, but he has one sentence and then his ugly mug is off the screen. But Tim Curry... To be fair, Tim Curry is fantastic. He is the one positive note why there's an argument made. I still say Mm -hmm. Home Alone Alone 1 is so much better. The the traps, the overall everything, Home Alone 1. Home Alone 1. Not lies and deceit. No, no, no. Lies and deceit. No lies (laughs) and deceit. However... Thank you guys again. We'll see you next week for the best and worst of 2020. We'll see you on Saturday and Sunday night, especially Saturday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. You guys get to hear me and Dom play against each other on Jackbox games. Crash and, Crash and Mark are going to be there. Roses is going to be there. It's going to be insane. It's probably going to get really inappropriate too because some of them are really inappropriate. Not me, but still. Check us out on Twitch for that night. The placeholder is already there for that Saturday night. Thank you guys again. You guys are awesome as we fade away. Let us know how you're doing in the comments, and we will see you all next week. Gretchen, anything else you want to end with? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. That is perfect. Mm.